Tailgater Sports. That's right, everybody. You heard it. It is another episode of Tailgater Sports, a very special. I say, I feel like I say that a lot at this time of year because it's every day, every minute we're closer to the football season. I'm Eric, by the way. I'm going to bring in Randy. Hi. I, so this is, let me bring in Tyler also. That's the third guy on the podcast. So I'm a little out of my wheelhouse right now because we're back to our roots right now, guys. We are in three separate places recording this podcast. I know Tyler's usually, he's in Houston. Randy and myself, we're in Los Angeles. We usually do our stuff out of the Woody Show studios and Tyler does his thing, you know, in his apartment. But little weird, we're in like a little bit of a holiday schedule. So I didn't go into work today and I'm now in my bedroom recording. Randy's in his bedroom recording and Tyler's in his apartment recording. So we're back to our roots. Nice. So strange. Right. Um, we started this podcast in the middle of a pandemic um, when we couldn't all get together and record and we had no sports to talk about. So we're, we're a little bit back to where we all began. Um, I would like you guys to know that if you hear the wind blower, the leaf blower, um, that is the yard work going on outside my window. And uh, you may be able to smell me through this recording because I'm sweating like a pig because I had to turn off all my fans in my room. Yeah, do what needs to be done, man. So let's get to it. Um, football is less than 48 hours away, guys. The Cowboys oh, yes. and the Buccaneers, they're going to kick it off on Thursday night football this year. Um, we did fantasy football drafts over the weekend. We're going to talk about that. We got to pick. We got to finish off our division previews with the AFC and AFC West. We're going to make our picks, our first picks of the year. And plus, we're going to have a special guest make picks throughout the season with us. What? So we're going to pick we're going to pick four games each week instead of kind of just being all wishy-washy all over the place. We're going to pick the Thursday night football, Sunday night football, Monday night football, and then one of the bigger games each week, four games a week. Myself, Randy, Tyler, we're going to make our picks and there will be one special member taking a shot at claiming the picks crown this season that we'll introduce later in the podcast. But before we get going any further, Fantasy football. I did two drafts over the weekend. Randy, did you do any drafts over the weekend? I did not. I feel like a really bad sports fan. You're not a fantasy guy, are you? I'm not. It's hard for me to make the commitment, and then I get really frustrated if I start losing. Like last year, I was part of a league with Tyler. I went, I believe, I think I lost only three games. Okay. And then I lost to the wild card winner in the championship, and I was like, all this work for nothing just to lose to the wild card winner in the championship. Because also, too, I have a really bad tendency of drafting guys who inevitably get really injured. And then you're kind of left in that weird spot where you're like, do I keep these guys? Because they're really good. But you don't know when they're going to come football, back. Fantasy football is tough because it's a lot smaller rosters. There's a smaller talent pool. Like, you can't just go, I'm a big fa- fantasy baseball guy. Right now, I'm in first place in one league. I'm in second place in another. Like, I kill at fantasy baseball because, you know, if you're willing to do a little bit of deep dive, you can find talent somewhere. There's a way bigger talent pool than football. You're not, if, you, right. if you lose your, your, your QB and you're in like a 12-team league, you're not going to go find some diamond in the rough that's just sitting around out there. You're going to have to work, and you're probably going to be behind the eight ball, you know, a couple weeks in, depending on when you got when your right. QB got injured. On the opposite end of the spectrum, I'm almost certain that Tyler is, as you're zero, you said you didn't do any fantasy drafts. That did not surprise me one bit, to be honest. Now, Tyler, on the other hand, I just have an inkling, I have a feeling in my, in my jellies, that he's he's just over the top. How many fantasy drafts? How many fantasy leagues are you in, Tyler? Uh, over the course of two weeks, we are in six. Oh my so, god! No, stop. We are six. six, six. I'm hearing that correctly. Six. Six. That's six. Oh six. my. Yeah, dude. That's important. How do you keep track? Are oh, okay? Are you seriously committed to all six? Like, will you be? setting your your lineups or are you just going to let a couple fade out you're going into a couple knowing that you know what i don't really like these people i don't really care my thing is i like to put money in on them to keep me focused right like i'm not i'm not gonna you know dip out on league because i dropped 50 bucks on it now tyler how many of these six do you plan on like intend on keeping up to date and really going for a dub well, they all have money in it, so I plan on oh keeping my it God. in all of them. But here's is the thing. It's not, like, <laughs> it's not like any extravagant amount of money. I think for four of them, it's like 20, 30 bucks, which I'm like, okay, that's fine. Now, for two of them, one of them I do with my old buddies that I used to work with over at NBC. We've been doing it for a couple of years. That one, the buy-in is 70. You friendship with so many buddies, man. <laughs> for real. That one, I, I'm, I'm a man of the people, okay? So that one is uh, 70 my bu- bucks. My buddy's from uh, Little League, uh, Pee Wee. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, I have a buddy from though. kindergarten, the originator of fantasy football. I'm still I'm still uh, going strong with them. Uh, I'm going to leave with my buddy that I met at the DMV, you know, <laughs> uh, four <laughs> years ago on a random Wednesday. So, you know, we, we keep in touch. So there's always one league, though, 
that I feel gets the most attention. And of course, which league is it going to be? It's going to be the one that I have to pay the most money for the buy-in. So the guys over here at iHeart Houston, they said, Hey, we're, you know, we do an annual fantasy league every year. I think they've been doing it for like 10 plus years. So they've been doing it for a while. And they said, yeah. And they said like, we actually have two spots open. Do you want in? And I said, yeah, sure. They're like, okay, cool. Buy-in is $175. Yo, what? And I'm just like, whoa, okay, cool. I'll still do it. This is the one I actually did all the research on. And I guess in a way you could say I did all the research on them because all my teams have similar players. I tried to keep it that way just so I'm not praying. I feel you on that. Like I didn't want to have... Uh, for example, um, I'm trying to think of a really good example. Okay. I didn't want to have Kareem hunt on half my teams and then have Nick Chubb on the other half. And now I'm just praying that one gets more touches. Like, no, I think for the exception of one, I think all my teams have like Kareem hunt on it. So like, I just want to keep it simple, follow the most basic formula, keep the, you know, the, uh, same players in each one. So that's the strategy I went with. I feel confident about this $175 one, but we'll see. <laughs> All right. So what's, what's your total? What, what's your amount spent on fantasy football this year? Um, let me think. <laughs> probably, probably somewhere about like three fifty across <laughs> oh six my leagues. God. Yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah. That's an investment though. Like, honestly though, yeah. I, I, I'm okay with you. I'm not okay with you doing it. Let me rephrase that. I'm not okay with you doing it. But if there's somebody who I know will put in the time, at least not throw technically in air quotes, throw away that money. I guess you're you're make you make it worth your money, but yeah, it's a, that's a lot of money, you know, hanging on the fact that hopefully so and so doesn't blow at his knee in week one. Eric, uh, Eric heard a hundred and started salivating. <laughs> He's like, oh, I want that. Yeah, I'm like, ooh, yeah, that's that brings up my another question I have for you guys. Are we going to play fantasy uh, fantasy kings this year so I can you know so, so I can swindle you guys oh, out of like eighty can. bucks in the first couple of weeks? DraftKings is <laughs> bias. There is something wrong with the system. It is tainted. We did. I didn't understand. We did that for the what first like five weeks last year, and I just I, I kept winning. He's like, this man is swindling me and out you, of my money. You guys eventually stop. were just like, okay, we got to stop doing this. Eric's just stealing money well, from us I mean, at this point. I, I had flashbacks because I forgot that I even had an account, and then I, I got an email, and I forgot I, I called it like back on Okinawa, and I got him like, <laughs> what, like, what the hell is this crap? And I'm like, oh, that's right, it's that 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 this, that Eric swindled our money from. Yeah, I'm not about. I mean, I'll play again. I'll be. I'm down on it. It's only ten bucks, Tyler. If you can't, if you financially can't support yourself playing DraftKings, that's on you because you decided to spend nearly four hundred bucks yeah. on fantasy. See, but that's that's the dangerous. I don't, I don't need to eat this week. DraftKings. That's the dangerous part about these daily ones is that you, you you get in the hole one week and you're like, ah, you know what, re up, throw in another fifty, and then you're like in the hole again, and now all of a sudden instead yeah. of being down, what'd you say, three something, Tyler, for the entire season, you're down like three something six weeks in, and you have another whole another half of a year to go. See, I won't throw in fifty bucks like that on DraftKings like week after week if I'm going to throw in money on a fantasy draft like when we did it 10 bucks here and there that's fine but if oh, I'm going to throw in like a hundred something bucks on a fantasy draft it's going to be for the entire season it's not just going to be for one I week. forgot we don't Tyler are they all on the same app or using different oh, like, dude, websites they ha- that's there's no way you could do six in one app and that would be the another you know how me I am if it's oh, not streamlined God. dude Yahoo yeah, Sports bro. Yahoo Sports fantasy sports I hate it a lot of people love it that's their go-to I can't deal with it and I only do ESPN drafts now because I have my fantasy f- baseball on it and I have my fantasy football on it one app right, that's it Tyler, so that means one of these follow things has to be true. So go ahead and stop me on whenever I say what's right. That either means you have multiple accounts with multiple emails, which entails multiple logins for these leagues, or you're using multiple uh, uh, fantasy football sites. So what is it? Which one is it? Uh, two are on Yahoo, one's on NFL.com, and three oh. are on ESPN. Oh, even NFL.com, dude, that's like the outlier, too, where you got to download and completely, ooh, gross. You have to have NFL.com login. See, yeah, see like, now, gross. The cool, the cool oh, thing is that like, I just bro. use one email, one password for all of them. So it's yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure uh, you won't easily be, you better hope your password email never gets leaked because I'm sure it's going to be the same one for literally all of your accounts. So, so here's the other thing, too, and... This is a reason why I'm like, okay, I think I could tackle six this year. So one reason why I never attempted trying to tackle more than three when I was back in California is because sometimes I would sleep in on Sunday. Oh, that's the and worst. And I'd realize, oh, crap, it's past 10 o'clock. My lineup's lost. Now you got to run I'm through. Screwed. And then if you do wake up with like two minutes of spare, you got to run through six different lineups. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now that I'm here in Texas, no. kickoff isn't until noon. Oh, that and is I'm pretty nice. Up by a 
Oh, it's lovely. That does sound pretty nice. I walked into, the, I walked nice, into the bar over the weekend. There, I'm at the bar at one in the morning. There is fourth quarter college football being played on the West Coast at one in the morning. It was great. Damn, that does sound nice. You know, I, nice. there are moments each season. And I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. It's like where I wake up from a you know a heavy Saturday of drinking or something, and it's 10.05. I miss kickoff for the Bills because they're at a home game in the East. And then I do remember, crap, I didn't set my lineups. And then I think about it. Oh, wow. It's a nice 1 p.m. on the East Coast. You know, you could you could sleep in, maybe, you know, hit, get some mimosas going and still have time to get your get your damn lineup set before kickoff. Bro, my cousins, I have cousins in Maryland and uh, which gross, by the way. And, uh, and they're probably uh, sweating like me right now. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I know that with like power outages all all freaking summer and then Boston. And uh, they post stuff all the time about how like. They'll have a crazy Saturday. They'll be drinking and they'll be like, I'm never drinking again. And then an hour and a half later, they're like, JK, we're going to, we're going to Gillette stadium. We're going, we're drinking again. And I'm like, that must be so fun. We're just like, uh, like for me, whenever I think of like, cause I've been to Philadelphia, I've been, uh, I haven't visited family in Boston yet, but like the small sort of big towns in the East coast, like it's all pretty much in walking proximity for where the majority of people live. So it's like, you do like a, a quick little rally. Yeah. It's like the, what's that drink called? The hair of the dog or something or the, oh, I don't know. Or you just drink more alcohol. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, like even yourself out and you're like, you know, Bring what? Out the absence, brother. let's go to the game. You know, Th that kind of stuff like that to me sounds really fun and really enticing. Los Angeles though doesn't really have that because like, if we want to go to a game, it's like, well, I drive two hours to the stadium. Let's uh, let's yeah, let's go sit in traffic on the, the one ten going into Inglewood or let's Metro into Inglewood. And you probably don't want to do that. <laughs> But it's Plus, so funny even for uh, even for certain games, just going to a restaurant to watch the game, you're like, oh, dude, I got to be up by like eight thirty. We got to get there by like nine thirty to have a good yeah, seat. Man. Some of those places, bar doesn't even open till like ten. Kickoff starts at ten. It's like by the time, it, dude. Over here, I'm like, yo, I could show up to the restaurant at 10.30. I could start drinking by 10.30. Yeah. By the time kickoff is already here, I, I will, got a buzz going. I will Let's flip go. it, though. I will flip it. We are being, you know, we're, we're, we're grass is greener on the other side right now because of the early, you know, the later wake-up times. But it is quite nice to, you know, turn off the TV after Sunday night football and it only be like 8.30 you know, yeah, that see, is pretty nice. Uh, yeah, that last part is going to be a little rough for like Thursday, Sunday night, Monday night. But for college football and especially the NFL, oh, those noon kickoffs, it's actually big time noon kickoff at noon over here mm -hmm. or whatever it's called. <laughs> yeah, like big noon it, it is funny on the on the on the West Coast when you do that, you turn on the big noon kickoff and it's 9 a.m. It's like, dude, I haven't even had coffee yet. And you guys are out in, in the out in the sticks with these kids at LSU or something. <laughs> How much uh, college football did you guys watch this weekend? I know Tyler was spouting off about Notre Dame. Uh, so that was the... God, what was that? That was already the Sunday. Oh, my God. It's already Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, yeah so this, this was, holiday weekend is kind of throwing it all out of whack. Yeah, throws it all out of whack. So I, I will admit I worked during uh saturday over at lids but i made sure to have like the big college football games on so i'm at lids and i'm like okay i want to watch this game i'm sure people who come into the store they want to watch this game so i throw on alabama miami <laughs> that thing is over in 10 minutes Tyler, like, okay, cool. tyler's out here trying to turn lids into a watch party <laughs> tailgate. Know, customer first bro let's get the big games on here right so yeah put on alabama miami that thing's over in 10 minutes flip it over to penn state wisconsin that that was actually a good game towards the end. I'm like, okay, cool. So flipping it on between the games here and there. And about an hour before the store closes, uh, Georgia Clemson comes on. So I'm like, all right, cool. Let's throw this on. Don't get me wrong. Georgia's defense is great. And Clemson's O-line absolutely sucks. That game was boring as hell. Yeah, you can. It's college football is definitely in that thing where it's like, you're like, hell yeah, it's back, it's back. And then you kind of remember what college football is. Like you, you get one or two good games, and then you get one out of like out of nowhere from like a couple middle tier teams, and then you just kind of hope for Oklahoma. yeah, yeah, exactly. You just kind of like, and then you remember it's like, oh, that's right, you got you know 45-0, 43-10, you know fifty to seven, sixty nine zero, something like that. And you're like, oh crap, that's right. College football is really just something you need to go to to really have a good time and just get hammered at. Which speaking Absolutely. of having a good time, those fans over there in Blacksburg, Virginia for Virginia Tech, just seeing them sing along to enter Sandman. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Are running on the field gave me absolute chills just running down my spine. I was like, that is. I watched that so one. Sad. And then what is it? A jump around for Wisconsin. I just, I feel bad for Wisconsin because Wisconsin always has such a good start to this. Like, are they, they're always so promising. And they always consistently just disappoint. Yeah. So it's like, imagine those poor Wisconsinites who are like, finally, Badger football. And then they lose. 
a game that they could have easily won. So, you know, college football is officially back and I'm, I'm, I'm all yeah. for it. We're going to have to get out to, I know Tyler is at another state, but I am going to try to get out to it at a uh, USC or UCLA game this year. I was going to oh, go to, yeah. I was going to try to go to the UCLA home opener at the Rose bowl against the rainbow warriors. Hawaii rainbow warriors were in town last week, but uh, something came up, but we're going to have to get out there for a game. I'm sweat my ass off. I did go to a UCLA homecoming tailgate about like four or five years ago. And oh, it was well, you drop pretty much drop a music festival into the middle of USC's campus, and it's it's insane. There's they literally they pack out. I, I know I'm acting like this is some kind of crazy concept. So people who go to these big time schools, you know, I went to Cal State school. It nothing like anything you you would even imagine, probably in the SEC stuff like that. So I go I go to this homecoming game. And it's like they unloaded like 85 porta potties in the middle of their quad. Yeah, like they right. literally prepped for a music festival and it's literally just beers everywhere in the middle of their campus. And then you even you fall out into the campus and go to like the Greek row area. And it's like it's nuts. And I was talking to like this Utah family. They were playing the Utah Utes that game. This Utah family comes up to me like, hey, you know, um, blah, 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 blah. Where's this? Like we're asked for like a restroom or something. I was like, I don't know. I don't go here. And they gave me this look like you don't go here like why are you here and I, i'm like look lady 90 percent of the people here drinking and partying did not go here will not yeah. go here never went here this is a party this is like those people over there with the usc trojan flag those aren't alumni though that's jose and his homies from down the street that just want to come and drink and i'm so glad you brought that up because i was i was literally thinking about that i'm like as you mentioned the the tailgate it's so funny because because we didn't have football for such a long time people here in la are just so oh yeah dude in college football even though they have no affiliation to the schools, like no. my buddy uh, who lives with me, a roommate, he's like, yeah, man, I want to go out to a USC game. Uh, USC is my school. I'm like, you didn't even go to USC. Mm -hmm. It's my school though, man. I'm like, that doesn't no, make any sense. That was the thing in LA for so long. It was, that was the, Those were your pro teams, UCLA or USC. And that was who you root for. And then the yeah. thing on top of it, it's like you, you, that was your divider line. And then you had, you know, the NorCal people, Cal or, you know, whatever. But it's yeah, like, then on top of that, on top of that, USC was really good back in the day, you know, back in like the Pete Carroll, Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart era. So not only that is like, they're like, yo, we don't need a pro team. We got a college team just straight running through people. Why do we need a pro team right what's wild too though is that the uh the fact that like now that college football is back and it's and this is like i'd say the first year because last year obviously there were no fans that were finally in sort of like the heat of things where we already have established pro football teams in town so now it's like you know you have your pro teams and your college teams so they're taking their own little identities and whatnot and it's funny because ucla seems to actually have like a pretty decent team this year they just beat lsu although i will admit somebody did bring up to me that ever since joe burrow left you lsu yeah. just been kind of trending downwards but uh, i do appreciate ucla really digging into the uh sissy blue shirt comment that yeah uh, coach o yeah made. coach oh you can take coach o out of usc but you can't take sc out of coach o man it's, that's probably good for Chip Kelly, man, because I don't know how much longer he would have survived. I mean, this is just yeah. that is what two they're two and zero. Oh, it's just two weeks in the season, and one was one win was against the Rainbow Warriors. Um, so, but Chip Kelly was, prob was probably coaching for his his job this season. So, two and zero oh start, good good on you for Chip Kelly. Yeah, I definitely want to make a game out to uh, Arizona State. Though I want to, yeah, dude, Tempe, Tempe, Colorado Buffaloes, or. Um, you know, maybe the rival in the desert, but I'm I'm not sure if it's at a if it's at Tempe or if it's in uh if it's at U of A. So so I'm gonna give you a heads up. If Randy makes it to a Sunday Sun Devils tailgate, we will never see him again because Arizona State is one of the biggest party schools in the mm -hmm. country. What Randy sucks, it was nice knowing you, dude. What sucks though is when I went back in uh my first year of community college, we went for a tour of the of the campus. I don't even remember what the reason was. We were just there. It was the tail end of them being a dry campus. So like there was nothing there. Like you had to go like off the beaten path to go to these sort of like bars and stuff because there was no alcohol allowed on campus. Now apparently it's just the wild west and no one really cares anymore. Yeah, well, because uh, a lot of the, a lot of the a lot of schools have that label. They're a dry campus in air quotes. That just means that they can't have official pub or bar on campus. That doesn't mean they can't drink on campus. Like CSUN, Cal State North, where I went, wasn't a dry campus. But because we, we had a bar on campus where you could go and you have like a three drink minimum if they're if they're really paying attention and stuff like that. Right. So, but I mean, as long as yeah, you know, sneak your little uh, your little bottle, your hydro flask in with a little adult juice, a little adult beverage. Who knows? So I'm looking at I'm looking at ASU's schedule right now, Randy. Oh, that's that's the final game of the season. ASU versus Arizona, Saturday, November 27th in Tempe. 
Ooh, the Ooh. battle of the So South. that would be uh, probably a huge one, especially if Arizona State could string together some wins. They have USC and Washington and Oregon State before that, so that's the Pac-12 schedule at the end, obviously. Win it for Herm. So yeah, that Win could be that could be even be a, a pretty big bowl implication game, depending on how well ASU does all year. Absolutely. And what's super funny too is uh, I was reading an article right before the season started. I think I actually mentioned it. Um, you know, it must have been off podcast. University of Arizona got ranked as one of the top five worst power teams, power yeah. five teams. Yeah. In the entire, it's pre- they're pretty much trending the complete opposite as good as Herm has ASU and the, and the Sun Devils for, forks up going uh, it's the complete opposite of Arizona State didn't they beat yeah. Arizona last year like 67 to 5 or something like yeah, that bro, it was like 70 to 6 yeah I, I they just fired I think it was Summerlin the old uh, the old yeah Texas yeah coach yeah I remember that game because I was watching it and um, they back, they Rodriguez. I think they they returned a kick for the opening kick for a touchdown and then the ensuing drive resulted in a pick six so they were up like 14 to 0 in like a minute and a half last year <laughs> right. Well, what's, what sucks too, though, is that like, I'm, I, I really love college football because of the pageantry and because of like the traditions, but all the traditional schools are in the Midwest or the middle parts of America, yeah. or just the East coast. So it's like, if you think about schools that are here on the West, you have uh, San Diego state, uh, USC, UCLA, but San Diego state doesn't really have a culture. Just sort of no, like no. Show up, get drunk and go to a game. Yeah. They have, they're a basketball school more or less. Most of the time yeah. they are bad. They have been better in recent years, but yeah, you come out West the the pac 12 itself is in a little bit of a limbo area, a limbo time in its history. Right. Cause Oregon's not as good as it was. Oregon state is blah. You know, you go along the coast. USC is not like it Jeez. was like, like we said it was, you know, it's not running through people. You know, they actually kind of, kind of blew the last couple years. 15th ranked right now. UCLA hasn't been, has been an afterthought for a long time. So, even the powerhouses where you kind of you you relied on USC and Oregon to be like the the staples where you could play each other right. and and make yourself look good for the rankings and crap like that. Uh, you know, Oregon's not really that great, and USC hasn't really been that great it anymore. Also, doesn't help that the uh, commissioner of the Pac-12 for the past couple of years was an absolute bird brain. Like apparently, like apparently everyone hated him. And now whoever's running the Pac-12 doesn't seem much better better either because with all these sort of like split teams going their own way, uh, BYU, Houston were up in the air to join and they were like, no, we don't want anyone else. And I'm like, you would turn like, why would you turn down BYU? Yeah, it's a bigger, it's a bigger problem too with overall what, um what college football is at right now with the whole, you know, the, the big 12, um, pretty much falling apart after Oklahoma and Texas are leaving. The SEC is going to be the SEC. Trying to pick up three, no, four different schools. I think it was uh, Central Florida, Houston, Cincinnati, and BYU. They're trying to pick all four of them up. Yeah, and who's uh, who's the coach at Central Florida now? He's an older guy. Um, it's, uh, Malzahn. Malzahn, right? right? Yeah, I saw him on the yeah. I saw him on the side saw him on the sideline. I was like, oh crap! You know who seems in a real bad spot? Uh, that Frost dude from Nebraska. Oh, oh yeah, God. he's gone. Scott what Frost, funny, he's gone. What a funny situation. It's it's so funny watching like just college football, everything transpired real time. Uh, by the way, side note, the uh, U of A coach, uh, he's never been a head coach in any division of football ever. Uh, his last job was the quarterback's coach for New England, as in he coached Cam Newton, and that's about it. <laughs> and uh, he's now the head coach of Arizona. Congrats. Uh, UConn lost to a uh, FCS team, and the head coach resigned immediately after. Yep, so, sounds about right. So, Real quick, so three things to note. Uh, number one, UConn was not the only team that happened to. Uh, found out this morning that Washington, who was ranked number 20 and lost to Montana, Montana is also an FCS school. So they lost to a Division II school as a ranked team. I think Montana's, no. a, big, I think Montana's a big sky, right? Big sky yeah, school, big sky. yeah. So yes, that's F- FBS. Yeah, so that's number one. Number two, that uh, Arizona State-Arizona game from last year. Arizona 7 Arizona State, 70. Yep, yep. Okay, you know, I think we should, honestly, if we can, we should try to make it out for that game. That'd I'm down. End of the season, end of the season, like, ender, cap off. I'm down for that, dude. It would be fun. Tyler, you got to make it out to a game too, man. You're in Texas. You're in God's country. Oh, trust me. Trust me. I know. What's and, the, What's? Uh, I think we've talked about this before, but what school would be closest to you, Tyler? Technically, University of Houston is oh, only a couple miles idiot. away. I, I knew that. That's down the street, dumbass. Oh, There's just, literally a university yeah. in your town, idiot. Oh, God, but I'm dumb. If we're talking about the biggest school and, you know, even Rice, that's not that far from here either. So but right, well, if we're talking about the biggest school in the area, right. Texas A&M is yeah, 90 minutes right. up. College station. So, Hell yeah. Hit that dude. College station. So the other thing I wanted to bring up this is said, uh, this guy said rice. <laughs> yeah. Rice. Hey, rice is the rice is rice. Uh, number three, <laughs> number three, uh, Oregon is in Columbus, Ohio to play Ohio state this weekend. So that's a good one. However, after watching a, a few minutes of, uh, uh, Alabama football, it, uh, 
occur to me very soon after that. Uh, yeah, Alabama is good. And yep. Probably never going to not be yep. good. Yep. In That's again, what we go back to, we get all pumped for it and we're like, oh, you know, we make all of our little, th- our caveats. This is Ohio State's thing to lose, blah, 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 blah. And then you see Alabama play and you're like, that's right. Their second stringers would probably be runaway starters on most programs throughout the league. And real quick, before we get out of here and we do our NFL, our final division previews, UCLA plays Fresno State September 18th, 7 o'clock, not even an early game. Might have to hit that one up, Randy. And that's, don't be mistaken by the name, Fresno State, actually pretty good team this year. Yeah, no, I'm down, I'm down to see that because it's a, a little later in the day. We don't have to wake up and get going, you know, Maybe get a, hit, a little midday tailgate going. I'm down, Go, I'm down. And plus, plus. Going to the Rose Bowl, a little more appealing than going to the Coliseum. Just saying. That's just saying. Just saying. Home of the Carr brothers and I think Aaron Jones. But Eric, it's not called the Coliseum. It's the American Airlines field at the LA Coliseum. That's so dumb. Well, okay, we'll use that as a little segue here. Going to AFC West picks. They renamed Arrowhead to it's a uh, yeah it's now it's it's kind of the same thing as what you said was American Airlines Coliseum or whatever. It's now the G E H A field at Arrowhead Stadium. Yeah, no what? one's gonna call it that. No, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was some they did a they did a, some naming rights sell over like maybe like four or five months ago, and it's the first time like in fifty years I think they've been around or this field's been around. They're like, yeah, it's now G E G E H A Field. G E H A is like some like a uh, medical pro- profit, yeah. not profit. Yeah, yeah. So it's like it's G E H A Field at Arrowhead, and it's like it's um you'll hear it when you when you watch a game this weekend or this this year at some point. The the announcers say it because I watched. A preseason game and like yeah back to geha field at arrowhead and i'm like that has got to be the worst name change you could ever have that's like see that's the only downside about these stadiums when they first come to uh, prominence and they have already a name established like people are always going to refer to the stadium as that yeah. look at look at it's not even called CenturyLink anymore. I don't even know what it's called. Yeah, it's, it's uh, it's Lumen. To I think it's Lumenfield. That's yeah, Lumen, Lumen Field. Field. It just doesn't make sense. Um, you know? The Bills had the Bills had a uh, a field change, field naming rights sale, or whatever how you want to phrase it, because they were they were uh, the Ralph Ralph Wilson, and then oh, they were um, Ralph is funny. Uh, they were I'm in danger. They were New Era. New Era Field, which I mean, that's not a horrible name because you know at least there's some kind of sports tie-in. Like, it was the the hat, New Era hats, okay. And then uh, it's now Highmark Stadium in Buffalo. Well, <laughs> that stadium is not sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings, dude. That's Wild what Wings. people were calling for. Like, get get it sponsored by something, not B Dubs, Buffalo Wild Wings, dude. Okay, so real quick, little caveat before we go into the AFC West predictions. I know we're gonna get there. So there is a Buffalo Bills Civil War going on right now. There's actually yes. two going on. Let me show you the first one, the, the Buffalo Wings tie-in. And then the Is second one... Cole Beasley and COVID? No, well, that, that's a whole other one. Um, so there's one tie-in for Buffalo Wild Wings, and there's one tie-in for the Texans, actually. So the, the naming rights thing, everybody wanted to name it like some kind of sauce or whatever sauce. It's funny, huh? Buffalo Wild Wings. Right now... Buffalo fans are bitching and moaning because Josh Allen is in a national advertising campaign for Buffalo Wild Wings. And, and he's like on record saying that this local spot is the best he's ever had. And they're like, how could Josh Allen be in a Buffalo Wild Wings commercial? Those things are trash. How could he do with the city of Buffalo like this? And I'm like, what the F are we doing right now? What are we doing? Are you kidding me? Oh my God. Bitching over Buffalo Wild Wings commercials. Like, let alone you're, you finally have a QB who's big enough that is a recognizable in a national like advertising campaign like this. We're going to bitch that he's in a Buffalo Wild Wings commercial. What do you mean? Flutie flakes were a thing back in the day. He's from a farm town. It's like, what do you expect this guy to do when he's, he doesn't know the cultural significance of Buffalo Wings and Buffalo. Oh, he he should. He does. He does. But what are you going to do? You got to get that paycheck. That's true. I mean, what do you got? Come on. I, I agree though. I, I mean, I get it. I understand why people are upset, but at the same time, it's like, how can you not be surprised right. that he did this? This, this is what this line. is what we've come to. Second one, Houston Texans tie in. They are now yes. since uh, the Texans just recently named uh, Tyrod Taylor the starting QB for for yes. Week One. They're now talking about whether or not Tyrod Taylor should be given a standing ovation or warmly welcomed for week four when they're playing, uh, they're playing Texas. Oh my my God. They're like, he got us out of the play. He got us out of the playoff drought. We were in the playoffs. He was the QB. And now people are like, well, he didn't do enough. Our defense got us in the, uh, who, who beat the, I think the Ravens got upset at the last second of a game or uh, Andy Dalton. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. The red rifle. Yeah. The red rifle beat them last second. So that's, that was the actual reason. Like he threw that, uh, that little touchdown pass, the tight end. I forget who, but, um, 
So now that's the second civil war that's going on right now. Whether or not they should warmly welcome Tyrod Taylor and then, oh, he didn't do enough, blah, 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 blah. So that's a, that's a look into my world as a fan right I now. Mean, like, so let, let me ask you, would it be offensive if I bought a Tyrod Taylor Texans jersey and put some duct tape over my lung? Would that be offensive? <laughs> that's, yeah, that's mean. That's a, that's a shot at the Chargers, not the Bills. Okay, get it right. I mean, that, that was that, a Chargers that's a shot. That's a shot that was, at Tyrod Taylor. That was a Chargers thing, not a Bills thing, okay? I have a Tyrod Taylor jersey in my closet five feet away from me right now, okay? Put some respect on his name and his lungs. Will you be what wearing the- that jersey when the Texans play? Um, no, because hopefully I have a new jersey by then. So, uh. so, so as, a, as a Packers fan, we're all very well aware that during Aaron Rodgers' run, the guy with the most yards thrown in a game, I think the most yards in a Packers game ever, was legendary backup Matt Flynn. Legend. Matt Flynn was one of those guys who was like, he always just seemed like he was the best. He was the perfect backup, but he was obviously good enough to be a starter. And so then he finally spread his wings from the Packers and went to Seattle. And that was right when Carroll had just gone hired. And that was also the same year that they, they drafted Russell Wilson, who then impressed the coaches so much that he became the starter and he was never given his fair shot at being a starter. So then he left for uh, the Raiders and when they were still in Oakland, which then Del Rio at the time decided to draft uh, Carr, and Carr became the starter. So Flynn never got a fair chance to be an NFL starter. That's how I feel about Tyrod Taylor. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't dislike the guy by any means. He has just had the the short end of every yeah. stick in every. We, season we of talked his life. about Josh Rosen, I think, last podcast about how Still he's kind of got pushed pushed around. Tyrod Taylor is right there with it. He had, um, he's had what I think Baker Mayfield take his job in Cleveland. He had Josh That's Allen right. take his job in Buffalo. He had uh, Justin Herbert take his job in. Uh, with well, the Chargers. The, no, well, the, the trainer took his job. <laughs> yeah, but still, he's he's basically a, a grocery stick for the next first round pick behind him. Who knows, dude? Texans. I know you made the joke, Tyler. The the Texans will get the first round pick. Who's the next QB in line to take? Who's the next dude, white QB honestly, to take his job? With uh, with the way these uh, college QBs, because they're they're thinking that maybe either Spencer Rattler out of Oklahoma or Sam Howell out of North Carolina is going to be the number one quarterback taken. They both looked horrid on Saturday, so it's not looking great. Number one, number two. I said it last week, and I'll say it again. You don't want these guys taking your job. Don't suck. Do better. Like, yeah. what are we going to stop saying? I mean, oh, he got the short of the stick. Maybe he just sucks. I've said this before okay. with Tyrod. I've said this before with Tyrod. He was just the best of a worst case scenario because the Bills had had so many bad QBs before. He just wasn't bad. Like, but he wasn't great. But we just got somebody that wasn't bad. And it was like. on JP Lossman's name. Hey, you know who's behind? You remember who's behind Tyrod Taylor? Nathan Peterman. Okay. That's, oh, that's, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That also came up in the, in the Buffalo Bills Civil War th- threads that I was reading. Well, who would you rather have? Would Nathan Peterman have got us to the playoffs? I'm like, dude, don't even say that name. It's to stop. I hate it. It's Ugh. like you say Nathan Peterman three times in the air. <laughs> don't do it again. Don't do it again. He's about to hit you in the face with a ball. I'll tell you oh what, though. God. I don't know what. Just through another interception. What nudes or what dirt Peterman has on uh, on Gruden. But he loves him. He's his boy. That dude was riding with him till the very end. I don't know what it is, but this guy led like led the league in preseason interceptions. <laughs> he can't. He couldn't hit the side of a barn even if he tried. But God, God bless him, man. He's John he's, Gruden uh, said, uh, "Knock on wood, if you're with me, I bet you Peterman went down and chopped down the chopped <laughs> just chopped down the tallest Peterman, redwood he could find." Uh, evidently, evidently, Peterman was the only one who knocked on wood because <laughs> he's still. I'm there. here, coach. Jeez. Um, AFC West. Do you want to want to start with the AFC West or the NFC West? Which one do you want to start uh, with? Let's do AFC. Uh, yeah, AFC. Okay, AFC. So we just talked about you know the Raiders and all that. So it's honestly, I, I want to say it's a two race horse: the Chiefs and the Chargers. I know a lot of people. What did I say? Two race horse. Okay, whatever. Close enough. You also, you also said the KFC West. Did I really say KFC West? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, hold on. Like, dude, I'm, again, I'm very sweaty. I'm, I'm, I'm like fighting through my first week jitter here's right now. Like this is, you know, you know how you see the games during the first week of the NFL season and you could just tell they're hot. Like there's just a different look to September football and week yeah. one in a couple stadiums. I was listening to a, a radio station and they said, um, Jacksonville early in the year, your cleats will melt. Like the the temperature on the what? turf is so hot, dude. Like it gets, yeah. It's it's and then not only is it hot, it's humid in like in the Florida. So there's, oh, yeah. yeah. They they say like there there are certain stadiums where you are dreading it because of just the heat. And uh, it was actually it was Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and Brady Quinn's like, yeah, dude. I've told centers to go change their shorts in between quarters or in between like halves because there is literally so much moisture 
between their ass crack and their balls God, where they're getting the yeah disgusting. dude and you think I about it it, it makes now. it makes sense though because like you figure you have a whole month of september before you know the time change and then the weather change and you get out to jacksonville i'm assuming houston i mean houston's inside um what other ones i mean i'm assuming miami's right there with with jacksonville See, miami's gonna oh um uh uh oh god i can't remember the name continue please um okay chiefs chargers broncos raiders what are we thinking? Because I'm thinking the Broncos are going to get Von Miller back. You got uh, Teddy Two Gloves in Denver. You got another year of Derek Carr in Vegas. Um, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to be Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. They looked really good in the preseason. I watched two drives from Patrick Mahomes. He went 8-9, and nine, I think, through for 170 and two touchdowns. Yep. Uh, so again, this is. I'll, I'll tell you what, though, we we've had this conversation about how we not unintentionally seem to choose the same teams, but realistically speaking, the teams that are sort of like the um, what's the front runners for the divisions? Like, yeah, they're good. They're very well established teams. Like this is the first time in a long time where I've seen a lot of these sort of like front runners, and I've been like, there's legitimate claim behind these uh, these speculated picks. It's like when you look at this division, Mahomes is so freaking good, dude. Yeah, and just the. The, the Broncos, they're in shambles, man. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want to say Drew Luck sucks. I like Drew Luck as a person. He seems like a fun dude. But Drew nothing seems to be working there. Um, I, Elway needs to get the hell out of there. Well, it's Teddy, um, Teddy Bridgewater has the starting job now for the Broncos. He does? Yeah. Okay. Well, Teddy Two Gloves. Sorry, sorry. How much I, I, gave, I gave him the joke, the, the joke's your name. So Teddy Bridgewater is starting. Yes. But that's, I guess, that, that's, that's, for, that's what I get for following, you know, Broncos football so much. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, and, and then with the Chargers, I the offense isn't the problem; it's the defense for them. Derwin James is back. He will see if he stays healthy. He had that. He had a crazy year. He was out all last year with the injury. So Derwin James is back. So there's that. But uh, and then the Raiders, man, I I don't know. I, I think this is going to be Carr's last year, whether he's in or he's out. And the people who were talking about the Raiders and saying that, well, you know, it's uh, they're in a good spot because if Carr doesn't work out, then they have Mariota. I'm like, I don't think Mariota is much better than yeah. Carr. So you take a, a piece of fine china and replace it with a piece of even finer china. You know, these guys are Derek Carr and Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota still gets hurt every year. It feels like, and he's a backup now. I know. But, but like cars, car for some reason thinks he's a mobile quarterback, which he is not. And every year he either like sprains his gooch or, <laughs> or like pulls some hamstring and he's out for like four weeks. And those four weeks just have to be the make or break weeks uh, for this, for the team and the season. So I can't wait my, for the first Derek Carr runs for the pylon and fumbles at the pylon and hurts himself play of the year. It happens every too. year, every year, at least once he's running and he, he's all of a sudden he goes airborne. Like he's, he's, you know, going to jump over a, a linebacker at the pylon and then oops, hurt shoulder. Yeah. Uh, so my, my pick is the uh, is the Chiefs. It's the safest pick, man. I, I will put the char- I'll say I'll tell you what I'll put the Chargers. Um, I'll put the Chargers at sec uh, second place. Uh, Raiders are going to be third, and then I'm uh, Broncos fourth. But uh, the Chiefs win. Same thing for me. Uh, I'm just going to flip around that last order that Randy had. So I'll put the. Broncos third, and then the Raiders dead last. It's the Chiefs' division to lose, really. We'll see if Herbert has a sophomore slump. I don't think he will because his receiving core is just too good. But I think, like I said, it's Kansas City's to lose. So I got to give it to them. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with the Chargers. I'm actually going to pick them. I think I think her I've I've, again, it could be the hard knocks pump up stuff. I've been watching a lot of Chargers stuff just because, you know, they're more around in my life. No, I know, but that's why they're more around on my social media. That I follow them on Twitter, I follow them on Instagram. That's true. I follow, and Herbert looks good, dude. I mean, I didn't realize how big Herbert was. There's a video of him and Joey, um, uh, not Joey Bosa. Bosa. Is it Joey Bosa? Which no, Bosa? Joey. Yeah, I was like Nick, Nick plays. In I was like, which Bosa's in San, er, Los Angeles? Going to say San Diego. Um, I was watching a video of Herbert and Joey Bosa walking out together, and Joey Bosa looks a little small next to Herbie. I didn't realize how big Herbie was, but I'm gonna pick the. I'm gonna pick Herbie. Um, and the Chargers to win the AFC West. The uh, Chargers and Chiefs play each other week three, by the way, in at the GEH, GEHA field at Arrowhead. Stop it. Stop it right now. <laughs> Gahafa. Gahafa. The Gahafa. Gahafa. Yeah. Gahafa. So week three, they would play each other week three in Kansas City, and then it actually sets up pretty crazy. Week 15, they play in L.A., so that could have pretty big... Um, 
uh, playoff implications. So you guys got Chiefs, Chiefs, and I have the Chargers winning the AFC West. So let's go ahead and go to the NFC West, which I think is a free for all. I think the NFC West is probably yeah. the best division in NFL. Out maybe maybe the AFC North a close second if the Bengals were a little bit better. Um, the NFC West I think is probably the best division in football. It's I I could see anybody picking maybe not the Cardinals. But if anybody picked the Cardinals, I could maybe at least I would maybe at least listen to them. Yeah. Um, but every every team in that division, I could see somebody having a solid case to pick them to win the division. See, I don't think the Seahawks are as good as people think they are. Like I, I understand the Seahawks are the favorite. To, I'm, I'm, this is me going on a limb. Seahawks are favorites to win the division, but I, I wouldn't necessarily sleep on the 49ers, man. I think the 49ers have a pretty good team set up uh, set up for them. But uh, yeah, you know I. I this this like you did say though this is by far the best division in the NFL. So Speaking it's be, it's Nick Bosa okay. back on the field for uh, for the 49ers on defense. They got premier talent. Jimmy G. I, I mean, who knows? Jimmy G is an anomaly for me for some reason on a QB. I don't know if he's good. I don't know if he's bad. People were on him. They were off him. They. It seems like they're either a hundred percent on or a hundred percent off at a flip of a coin with this guy. Right. He was hurt. Um, they do have George Kittle. They have some premier guys. They have really good coaching. Um, you saw what they did. Um, you know, what was it, like two, three years ago? They almost made the Super Bowl. Um, no, they did make the Super Bowl. They lost to the Chiefs, dummy. Um, yeah, Tyler. So, I don't know. Shanahan choke job? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think I know how Tyler feels. Jeez, what do you got, Tyler? I hate Kyle Shanahan. He sucks. <laughs> he can go to hell. Um, so, this, this is the free-for-all division. And this one's tough because it's sad to say that Arizona is so good and they'll probably finish last. That's just how good this division is. If there was a way for all four teams to make it, then honestly it would probably happen because they're just that damn good. Right. Um, but I think Arizona will finish last. I think Seattle finishes third. I don't trust Seattle's defense yeah. as much as I used to. Their offensive line is also somewhat sketchy. Let me think. San Francisco, San Francisco's problem, I don't know if they could stay healthy long enough. They're very good, though. If they stay healthy throughout the whole year, they could definitely have a really good chance of winning it. But just because I'm really excited to see what Matt Stafford's going to do, and just because their defense is so damn good, I got to take the Rams to win it. Yeah, that's kind of how I'm feeling, too, because, you know, Matthew Stafford, I mean, we saw what they did with Goff. <laughs> so that's basically playing with one hand tied behind your back for most of the season. And then, you know, they had the backup bowl for the playoffs. And I think in the yeah. first round, was it the first round of the playoffs last year? Um, Seattle, yeah. Yeah, with the two backups. Um, so Seahawks, I think, on the downward trend, we saw the crap go down with Russell Wilson over the year, over the last offseason. Yeah, Arizona will probably catch a short in the stick. They have... For as good as their offense can be, their defense is probably going to be god awful this year. They had um, their defense is interesting. So Buda Baker, Patrick Peterson, Patrick, Patrick Peterson, Peterson gone was now Patrick Peterson was one of the most yeah. overrated corners in the okay. entire. league. He made I the Pro Bowl every year of his dude. every year of his career, and, dude. Every year Julio every, played him, he burned. Them okay, this is what this is. Okay, I get where you're going now. This is what it is. Overrated All right, whatever. Trash. But okay, this let me make my point. Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Stupid. Butler was supposed to be the replacement. He just got up and retired over the weekend. So he sucks too. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he. I, he I'd, never, I'd say he he's more overrated won. than Patrick Peterson. Yeah, he, Malcolm he, Butler he played his entire man. career off that one pick in the Super Bowl, man. There was a, then, a there was a poll that went out. Malcolm Butler, Hall of Famer? Question mark. Get stop out of it. here. What are we stop doing it? Here? Just stop. stop it. Belichick. Belichick informed all of us because everyone's like, "Is he overrated?" And Belichick was like, "Yeah, <laughs> he, he is." He, didn't he set him out the next Super Bowl? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like, the, like yeah, yeah, guys, and just because, hey, let's just to everybody out there on the social media teams on every sports network everywhere. Just because somebody retires, you don't have to have the Hall of Fame debate with them. You don't. You just don't have to yeah, do it. That's that. That is okay. That is true. It's so annoying. I hate it. So and so retires. Hall of Famer? Question mark. Also, just God. Just everything revolving around Arizona just upsets me in its own like unique way because the whole BS fiasco over the summer of where's JJ Watt going to go? Is he coming back home? Is he doing? And then him having to like the guy who hasn't had a single, like a decent season in like five years because he's made a glass that, that reveals his pick while doing leg day in the gym. And I'm like, all right, man, we get such it, a tool, man. 
That was your tool. That was your tool, Tyler. You loved him. Yeah. Hey, look, he's the, me and JJ are boys, man. We go back. <laughs> and oh, yeah. and by the way, uh, he hasn't played a game in the preseason because he's already been injured for four weeks. So we call it we call our squad the toolbox. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds like your your kitchen, dude. The toolbox. Yeah. It sounds hey, like everyone up. on your team is a bunch of tools. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, you're right, dude. Though this division is is tough. Like for a second, I, I kind of blanked on my. I'm like, what's the fourth team? And then I realized, oh, that's right, it's the LA Rams, who uh, definitely upgraded from. Yeah. What a what a what a change of scenery to go to Matt Stafford from from Jared Goff, which. Uh, for a long time, I could never really pick my brain to decide whether I thought Jared Goff was a good quarterback or the coaches around him were just really good. But uh, so it, it it should be interesting for me. It's still kind of up in the air because I don't really know what Matt Stafford's going to be like around this sort of this sort of team. It's got to be. It's got to work, right? It's got to work, right? Like I mean, he put up some crazy. Series, always different. Though. He's put up some crazy numbers, like we said, with playing with his hand behind his back in in Detroit. He's he's and gutted it out. Never got the recognition. because yeah. he was in Detroit, he's, and he's gutted it out through injury. Uh, I doubt. I doubt he's not playing in that playoff game like Jared Goff last season. Right. You know, um, um, and you think, dude. Unless I'm just like you talk about. We talked about like that all Madden roster, like that the Browns have, and even like these some of these other really good teams. Like you got Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald on the other side. You got um, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Matthew Stafford. Um, they're running back. They got a little. I think they're going to kind of do the tandem thing with what's his name, uh, Henderson or is it Hawkerson? Hawkerson's a tight end. T.J. Hawkerson. Yeah. So, TJ Hawkinson. Hawkinson. So, I mean, TJ mystery name. They should be. And then you got Sean McVay pulling the strings. I think they should put up crazy numbers. Keep in mind, though, Cam Akers up uh, for the season, torn Achilles. Ooh. Um, Rams winning division. Keep in mind, they traded for Sonny Michelle, so they're still. I'm winning. going an LA sweep in the West, guys. I'm going an LA sweep in the West. It's a God, bold it's, strategy. It's almost, Let's like, see what it's almost like you're from LA and you're a homer, man. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang. Yuck. No, nah, come on. There's some basis to me. It, I don't know if they sucked, if it was like the Cardinals level and I'm saying, oh, they're going to win the division, there's at least, there's some reason behind it. Come on. Okay, you said, you said bases. And I was like, you know, I'm not trying to dodge the question because there's some bases to cover. I'm like, all right, we get it, we get it, man. <laughs> LA sweep. Now we get Chargers, it, Rams. How dope would that be? A Chargers, Rams, Super Bowl at SoFi Stadium? That'd be the easiest Super Bowl to commute to, Psych. <laughs> or, or the hardest. Yeah, the hardest. <laughs> let me, ch- me let me chop her in from five miles away. Let me let me get eighty. Let me get literally every <laughs> single fan from the city of Los Angeles and Southern California to converge on one yeah. stadium. Yeah, what every possibly go wrong. The one ten will burst it. It seems the five will, will just shut it down. Inglewood will explode. There's like, dude, that would be that would be actually pretty wild. Outside of the there Bills making it, if the Bills don't make it, I would love an LA versus LA Super Bowl in LA. That would be awesome. All of LA about to bust. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, yes, yeah, I'm, I'm on the fence because like. I feel like the signs are telling me to pick the Niners, but I, I don't know, man. You know, because for me, the big thing is defense. With Saligon, who is defensive, uh, defensive genius, you don't really know what to expect. And then the Rams are always consistently pretty good. So, you know, I think I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to go ahead and pick the Rams. I long have said that Seattle has been on the downward trend, not as good as everyone thinks. Russell Wilson does show signs of brilliance and does kind of prove me wrong time and time again. But uh, I feel like the Seahawks... Don't Such they feel as, like they're uh, teetering on madness every year? It seems like yeah, they're getting closer dude. and closer and, to that just kind of burst in the locker and room. It's like, and 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 what's interesting too when it comes to the Seahawks is is like when you look at them as a whole and as a team, you could argue they're kind of just like Malcolm Butler. Like they had one shining moment or like one period of time where they were really good or just really interesting to watch, and that's just what everyone holds on to. Like the Legion of Boom has been dismantled for a long time, and when people talk about Seattle, they treat them as if the Legion is still there. Oh, so, yeah, L-O-B, bro. L-O-B and coffee. You know, so I'm... Uh, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> L-O-B and coffee? What the hell? L-O-B. What's L-O-B? L-O-B? And Starbucks, bro. Oh, God. That's another... L-O-B was an No, L-O-B. L-O-B was a thing. There's a Sherman, a Richard Sherman drop. Yeah, L-O-B. He said it after L-O-B. That super famous interview he did with Aaron Andrews. Yeah. He's like, I'm the best corner in the game. Sorry ass Crabtree. Yeah, he ends it by like LOB. Yeah, LOB LOB is a thing. I I won't I'll give Tyler that, but the LOB and coffee, just because it's a Seattle thing in Starbucks, that's a stretch, Tyler. Come on. You could you could argue that throwing fish market. You could argue that throwing fish is a thing too. LOB and cracking. LOB and cracking. Yeah, you're the worst. All right. Uh yeah. Got Rams all the way. All right, so this is gonna be an awesome graphic put together. But this is what I'm saying though, like this year in particular, yeah. uh, like the front runners, they have their front runners for a reason. These teams are really, really Yeah. 
Yeah, there should be. There should be. I mean, every year there will be some upsets and stuff. But yeah, this year I think there is some really clear cut, you know, top five, top six teams. Also, it's important to note that a lot of these teams are being led by rookie quarterbacks. And I hate to I hate to to uh, bring him up as a reference because people don't like him. uh, But uh, what's the the cowherd? Mentioned how, you know, we have five rookie quarterbacks. If you look back on the past couple of years of draft, 30 quarterbacks have been drafted and only a handful of them are still in the league. Mm-hmm. All five of these guys aren't going to succeed, man. Yeah. Maybe one or two of them yep. are lucky. I mean, two of them in the AFC East. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Josh Allen is the oldest QB in the AFC East all of a sudden at 25 year old. Like, what the hell? Like, what the hell is that? Um, I, I got to say, though, now, after, I will admit, though, after the pre not the preseason's over, we're finally coming into the season and we're about to do our picks. I got to say, man, uh, I, I, I already see Mac Jones being like, the guy that nobody stops, like they won't stop talking about. Oh yeah. And about how he's like the second coming of Christ in new England. I'm like, you guys are giving this dude a lot of hype and he has yet to play like an yeah. actual regular yeah. season. Time. I was happy to see Josh Allen in the final preseason game for the bills. I meant to mention this last week because you know, you're a similar boat. Aaron Rodgers didn't take a snap in preseason, but he's Aaron Rodgers. He's what? 12 years in the league or whatever. Josh That's Allen, very, crazy. very not, you know, not as nowhere near the length, but for me, and I'm, I think I know in the back of your head, you kind of worry because it's like, oh, did, did you forget to, how to play? You know, it's like, it's like I get, I get you know who, how to play. You're Josh Allen, you're Aaron Rodgers, whatever. But it's like you get a little nervous, you know, those first little like steps or your cleats still the same length, throwing a ball still right, the same. Right. You know, it's like I get the preseason, but you, in the back of your head, you just kind of worry like, hmm. What if you forgot how to play? And then you see him play that first drive and you're like, oh, you're good. Yeah. We're good. It's funny, We're it's good. Funny you mentioned that because like the Packers uh, social media has been posting stuff, just random things about like uh, training camp. And I think they posted a video of Rodgers throwing uh, the the ball into like a little, like a bucket from like 50, 40, 50 yards out. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, he's, he's we're good. We're good. Yeah. I, like I watched the one drive from Josh and he's whizzing it around and he looked great. And I'm like, okay, we're good. You didn't forget how to throw a football. You're worth $258 million now. So I'm assuming, I would assume you, you remember how to do that. So, all right, let's make picks guys. Week one picks guys, NFL season. It feels, Ooh. it honestly feels like it was just yesterday. We were talking about Super Bowl, but at the same time, kind of long, I know that kind of counterdicted each other, but I felt like this off season kind of sped up. I don't know if it was because the bills play deeper than right. usual, but I felt well, like this offseason really can't kind of came by quick. This year has felt rather fast just in itself, which mm-hmm. is both a blessing and a curse because number one, slow down year, but also number two, sweet football yeah. and falls here. And it's going to be so sick guys. F- fans back sellout stadiums. I don't think I heard anything about any, any kind of capacity limits in any stadium anywhere. Um, wow. It's going to be sick. I'm, I'm, I know I'm talking way too much bills here, but Bill's Mafia seeing Stefan Diggs for a sold out crowd first time. It's going to be, I can't, oh, I'm enough chills. I'm already thinking about it. Okay. Week one. Let's not get sidetracked. Tyler, how many games do you give, uh, do you give it to Eric's uh, lashing out at Stefan Diggs? Uh, no, stop never. Posting memes and, and <laughs> so stop picking up your phone and start picking up catches. Or <laughs> hey, man. Week four, easily. <laughs> week four. That's awful. Because this is, this is the thing that we're, this is officially, like you said, the first week we're making picks. It's finally happening. We're down to the nitty gritty. No more speculating. This is real time football. And this is the first year in all the years that I've known you where you aren't even like the least bit humble. I know. I told you. But such a pompous dick this year. I I, I, I want to say pompous dick, but I'm confident this year. I've been I've been timid in the past. I was timid all last season. They made it to the AFC Championship game last season, and I was timid every week. I'm real. I'm ready to be assertive and dominant. Randall Cobb's back. The guys are looking good. Defense looks a lot healthier. I'm feeling happy, but I'm timid about this. Like I'm not even. I'm not even like puffing my own chest about winning the division. Meanwhile, I got you, who's like, oh, hey. this year's in the bag. And then I got, I got dickhead in Houston, who's like, yeah, you know, Matt Ryan, NFL MVP. <laughs> Matt Ryan, like, Matt I'm Ryan, like, what? MVP. We got Kyle Pitts, and that's uh, pretty much it. Besides right. Calvary, right. it's, it's not an official season. pick. Not an official pick. Bill Steelers. You're all going Bills, right? <sighs> I can neither confirm nor deny. Oh, all right. Well. Like, uh, ah. All right. Well, let's not do. Okay. Like I said before, we're going to do Sunday night, Thursday night, Monday night, and one fourth pick. Okay. I don't really want to pick our teams because we're pretty biased. We'll, but real quickly, Bill Steelers. Are we all going Bills? Says we're not biased. Okay. Whatever. Our- right, no, no. I'm just going to run through them real quick. Uh, yeah, I'll pick the Bills. Nothing, nothing deep. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pick the bills. Yeah. I'll, I'll All right. The, Falcons, the Steelers. For real, through our teams real quickly. Falcons, Eagles. I would probably go Falcons. I'd Falcons. pick Falcons because the Eagles are garbage. Yeah, the Eagles are pretty Falcons. bad. And then you, 
Packers Saints. That's actually a pretty big game. In uh, that's neither. They're playing in Jacksonville. My pick, but I'm going Packers. I'm going. Oh, Packers that's right. Too. They moved because of Ida. I forgot yeah. about that. I'm gonna go ahead and pick Packers too. I, I think just the the when you see the Saints name, you automatically yeah. think good. You think it's not Drew Brees anymore. There anymore. Yeah. It's uh, and so I'm, I think I'm dubbed. I think uh, yeah, Jameis Winston. That would be a crazy win for him. First win against Aaron Rodgers. Um, Crab man. I'm giving it to Jameis Winston. Look, where did he go to college? Florida State in Tallahassee, Ooh. Jacksonville, not too far away. I got the Saints in this one. That would be a big uh, win for Jameis uh, week House for his of first the game. Well, there's just that. Maybe we'll do that every week. Is that so, New not Orleans? F- what? House of the, House Rising. the Rising Sun? I don't know. I kind of just blow over some of these references oh, you sometimes. Don't know that old school mm. song, no. like the House oh, of the Rising Sun. Stop, no. stop okay. it. There Our is. picks. Week one picks, guys. <laughs> Thursday night football, Sunday night football, Monday night football. And we're going to pick the Browns and the Chiefs game this week, okay? And I know I announced it earlier. I teased it a little bit earlier, guys. The special guest <laughs> making picks against us all season long is. The tailgater quarter. Oh my gosh! Yes, it is a literal quarter that I have. Uh, I've painted one side black. There we go. There we go. I've painted it black, so that'll be the away side. The head side will be heads or home. Sorry. So I will flip it if it lands on heads. The home team wins. If I flip it and it lands on the black side, the tail side, it will be. I don't know why I painted now. I guess, but whatever. Um, it'll I be two face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I think I was doing it for like continuity so people can see. But I'm like, who's actually going to see me flipping this quarter? Um, but you'll hear it. The tail side will be the away team. The head side will be the home team. And I'll take that pick down. And I'm hoping. I'm really, really hoping by the end of the season, the quarter has a better record at picking than Tyler. That's what the that's what this is all that's getting to. False. This, this is the long play here, guys. This is the long play. But I really the hope odds are looking pretty good. 50-50. I mean, Tyler, you have the same odds as a damn quarter. So make a good pick. I have used all my knowledge and expertise. I've crunched the numbers. <laughs> I've read the injury. That's the reports. that's your problem half the time. Is you're you're crunching numbers and I'm making a pick in like a Sears discount sandal section. <laughs> Never forgive long, you for that. I have long ridiculed uh sp- Teams that use like random wildlife to choose, like with the World Cup had that octopus, oh, yeah, choose the winner. But even then, I would take my chances with an octopus over Tyler. That doesn't that doesn't comprehend the the concept of sports or other living beings over Tyler. Mm-hmm. All right, I mean, it's not like one of us has a dog that could make picks. Oh, I'm just that is true. It out there. I would like to know what chips. You know what, Tyler, chip it's picks. not like one of us could take some time out of our day. To go to the ammo shelter and spend time with poor innocent animals and make him pick a team for us. That's Don't right, know Tyler. what you want to You want to be, you want to be selfish, Tyler? It's all right. Let's go speaking of poor, you literally owed a dog, dude. Just speaking of poor animals looking for a home, the Cowboys versus the Bucks. Oh, uh, Thursday night yeah. football kicking off the season, guys. Who do we so have? Tom Brady and uh, the Buccaneers. Brady. Super Bowl banner night. Another Super Bowl raising yeah. banner night for Tom effing Brady. Not at Gillette this year. It'll be in Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay, Florida. Nice and humid, but at least it'll be a little later. It's probably, uh, well, it's actually 8 o'clock kickoff, so it'll be nice and still probably humid. Uh, <laughs> Buccaneers versus Cowboys, week one, Thursday night football. What do you guys got? Yeah, my money's on the Bucks. Um, I... This is one of those other games where uh, not actually, what am I saying? Not one of those other games. It's just another example of the NFL shoving the Cowboys down our throat because they think they're going to be decent every single year. And every year it's a snooze fest. It just involves the Cowboys getting the kicked out of them. So my money's on the bucks. I'm also going to take the bucks also because uh, COVID remains the number one MVP. Zach Martin is out because of COVID and coming back from COVID and Dominican Sue, who, where does he go right into the little hole that Zach Martin should be standing in. Damn Tyler. Um, I want to pick the Cowboys. I really do. Cause I love, I love betting against teams on banner night, dude. I really do. I just, uh, and I, that's Tom Brady, Tom Brady's too good. I know he does. About him is just too Banner good. night is just another Thursday night for Tom Brady. But Tom Brady has lost on banner night. Didn't he lose to the Chiefs a couple years ago when he was playing for the Pats on banner night? Yeah, a couple he years did, ago with the yeah. with the Pats, the struggling Pats. Uh, I, I'm going to go on a limb. I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick the Cowboys. You are just like the NFL every I'm year. Going out, no, I'm going on. No, I'm going on. I told you. You know what? This will be the only time I do it. I'm suffering from hard knocks fatigue. And I, Hard Knocks wasn't even that good, but I like Dak. Oh. All of a sudden, Zeke, like I said, looks kind of fit. And Banner Knight, I like betting against teams on Banner Knight. That's the reason. But see, like, after after the sour taste that Hard Knocks left in my mouth, considering how awful Going the opposite. 
Yeah, going uh, just absolute just waste of my time. I, I would watch them like I didn't learn a single thing from this. There was nothing. It was literally these dudes just sitting around, do like three guys interviewing. Yeah, and the dude, the dude who was talking, who like kick out freaking half the guys who I like got cut. So yeah, I'm like, oh my god, not dude. a lot of not a lot of uh, fun in this one. There's like they put way too much team meetings and the team meeting part weren't even cool. Like, why are we looking at why are we watching Dak Prescott talk about a way to steal money from fans? The other thing too about the Cowboys. Before we continue, I have to I have to mention this, especially after the sour taste in my mouth. You're talking about how you think Zeke looks good. Think about how censored the whole thing was hey. by Commandant uh, Jones about how much like bad footage he didn't want to get Zeke getting out. So. All right, remember this. Remember this when I go one and zero to start the week. All right, man. Tailgater sure. quarter, first pick of the season. Tailgater quarter, right? Here we go. And home three, team. Home two, team is Tampa Bay. Away one. team is Buccaneers, and it's going to be. It is. Heads, Tampa Bay. Wow. Ah, uh, see, look, the quarter hates you. Quarter. You should have done like one of those little, uh, those little magic eight balls. Because at least you could have told you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. All right, Thursday night, the in the books. Um, so Jotting the down for next year. So we'll go, we'll go the Browns Chiefs game here since that's technically before the Sunday night game. Browns Chiefs. I'm gonna pick the Browns. I, I too am picking the Browns. Are we oh, really man, about Browns. to make it a clean sweep? Because I'm also picking. The oh Browns. my god, we're all gonna look like idiots oh, when the quarter beats wow. us. Okay, you know what? You know what? We should have just done it where we don't even know Tyler's picks until the week after. Like he, <laughs> he 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 like he like uploads puts it in an envelope or something. Yeah, like a Google Doc or something, and then we just don't know until the next week. All right, all right. Tail Gator Boy, quarters pick for the Chiefs Boy, versus Browns. Chiefs are the home team. Browns are the away team. And the pick is. Home team, Chiefs. Wow, we're going to lose to a damn quarter. Well, the big thing here, though, to keep in mind is that it, this really is like a make-or-break year for the for the Browns. Oh, because yeah. Because they're, they're basically a created Madden team, whereas like, you can't have this many good guys and not win, or at least make it to the AFC Championship game. Do something, you know what? What's that meme that I do with the stick, like poking at it, like do something, oh, yeah, like, do something, yeah, the, the meme. Because if if nothing happens this year, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like I, I mean, they nearly I made it last year if it wasn't for uh, Chad God tier Henny, yeah, you know, just running around for yeah, his true. Life they almost there. they almost upset it, but whatever. All right, next game, Sunday night football, guys. The Chicago Bears, Randy Chicago Bears. How you how's your tattoo doing, by the way? I uh, got her moved. <laughs> nice. Okay, Chicago Bears in L.A. to play the Los Angeles Rams. Who do you guys uh, yeah, got? The, the Bears are starting Andy Dalton. The Rams yeah. are winning. I'm yeah. sorry. The, yeah, they're uh, saving uh, Justin Fields for week two, so Aaron Donald doesn't rip his face off. Uh yeah. Uh, the, the, I I say Fields gets put in by third quarter just for him no to way. Get his, uh, just for him to get his face ripped no. off. They, they, Andy like, Dalton could have a, an arm hanging from a, a thread, and they're not putting Justin Fields out in that game. You know how you hear about like people when they're like, you know, you gotta be careful around chimps because chimps are super strong. <laughs> they'll rip your face off. That's the Los Angeles Ram defense versus the Chicago Bears. Yeah. It's like you know what? Well, we we might have a chance. Uh, no, no, no. Okay, tailgater yeah. quarter. Tailgater quarter. Chicago Bears away team. Los Angeles Rams. Rams home team and the pick is home team Los Angeles Rams. See, quarter is smart. Quarter is wise. Can you, are you, am I flicking it good? I'm I'm trying to flick this nice and loud oh, no, by the can, mic. We okay. can hear it. Okay. We can hear it, man. All right. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Um, crash bang sound. Yeah. Um, final game. Final pick of the week. Week one. Monday night football. Baltimore Ravens in Las Vegas playing the Raiders. Oh. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna pick the Raiders. Uh, Ravens, weird spot right now. Uh, since Tyler cursed them the other day, uh, yeah. they've lost two. They've lost two running backs to season-ending injuries. Um, I look. I don't think David Carr's a, a starting quarterback, or he will be for the Raiders after this season. However, I don't David know. David Carr I'm is not, not a starting quarterback. Derek Carr is. Oh, Derek Carr. My bad. Sorry, Derek Carr. Der- David Carr retired. Like. Ten years ago, you ever you see Derek Carr on the uh, on the uh, TV every now and Derek, you got me mixed up. You ever see David Carr on the TV? He wears a dumb amount of gel in his hair, like it is it is crazy how slick back his hair is. I always forget too because like their their names are so freaking similar. It I always get it mixed up. But yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and pick the Raiders simply because I'm not sold entirely on Lamar Jackson. Uh, last year was sort of a weird year, and uh, you know what? I, I don't know, man. If there's uh, one coach that's living off of a Super Bowl for the rest of his life, it's Harbaugh. Our ball, I feel, Absolutely. is gets so many passes 100%. for some reason. Well, because it's because Lamar saved his saved his uh, his job. Yeah, he came in and they had a good season, but it's because of him. And this is exactly the same thing as what Cam Newton had. I, I used to call it the Cam Newton effect, in which Cam Newton's first year he ran all over the NFL. He ran yeah. rampant. You I know? feel you. 
And then after that, defense was like, okay, well, we're not going to do that anymore. And now people have just adjusted yep. properly. And I'll take all that. And plus, they're opening Legion Stadium with fans for the first time. Raiders by a lot. And the and you know the Ravens fans are going to be scared for their lives. Like, look, we don't know what's going to happen if you win the game. I am interested. We want you guys to win, but just letting you know, we don't know what's going to happen. I am interested so. to see how the how the Raiders faithful are going to how they're going to look in Allegiant Stadium. It's going to be a weird look to see the black hole not in a poop hole. So, Tyler, um, final pick. I'm going to go ahead and take the Ravens. I don't trust the Raiders defense at all. They have a lot of just gaping holes in that defense that I okay I don't there's no other way to say it I'm sorry okay it's just funny man the way you phrase things so that's like talking about holes all the time and- we, we we talked about this uh stat on the show yesterday if I remember correctly the Ravens as a team ran for 3,000 yards last year they're going to destroy and run all over uh Vegas. Okay, you burping but again? Just, but we just I, talked about dude, you literally <laughs> two of the guys that two of the guys that did the running. They're done for the year. Gus Edwards is a solid backup. Uh, <laughs> God, what is wrong with you? Now, Gus Edwards is a solid backup, and the guy that does most of their running anyway is Lamar Jackson. Jackson yeah. Still playing. QB RB one is still there, man. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. That's fair. Tail, right, right, tailgater right. quarters pick Ravens away. The Raiders are at home, and the pick is. Raiders, home Damn heads. Raiders. So wait, so did the did the quarter pick against Tyler every every pick? I think it did. No, I think I think I it picked have. with me twice. I think it picked the Bucks and the Rams. Oh yeah, I picked the Bucks. Yeah, and it did pick. Okay, well, good thing we recorded this so we can listen yeah. and go back. I'm gonna go back and doctor the tape. No, all right. Well, that's it. Week one, guys. We are. Uh, let's see here. It is Tuesday, 48 hours away or so from kickoff, depending on when yes. you're listening to this. Cowboys, Buccaneers, Tom Brady, another Super Yuck. Bowl. Banner night. Um, I'm pumped. Josh Allen MVP season incoming. I can't wait to check into that game uh, halfway through the second quarter because you already know the pregame festivities are going to take like 45 oh, dude, minutes. 100%. And then, and then I think, Tyler, didn't they hire like Ed Sheeran? To yeah. Be, like, the performing artist. Oh, we got we we have a football opener artist and he loves football. Football with the U, not a O-O. Oh, my God. Look, I've, I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. Mm-hmm. You already know what I'm tell going to who, say. Tell them who, Randy. Literally, just hire Migos. Have Migos on retainer. You know the same way, like <laughs> shares on the Vegas li- like on the lineup for like some Vegas hotel every yeah. single night. residency. Just have yeah, Migos, Migos NFL residency. Every performance, really? every big time, anything. Need, Thanksgiving, need, Migos. New Year's Eve, Migos. Super Bowl, the Migos. N- the NBA got it right, and but. But they chose him for the wrong event. They hired him for the All-Star game. The All-Star game for the NBA sucks. The NBA just sucks in general. But they had that stir-fry song, and that was a super catchy song. I'll Imagine tell what you song what. they come for the NFL opener. I'll be cool with the Migos doing something for the NFL as long as Pitbull is involved. Then I'll be down with oh, it. Oh, God. We're, yeah, we're right. circling it. Yeah, we're circling the drain. We'll see you next week. Don't worry, Tyler. I'll let Roger know. Dial him up. Thank you.